1: Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE.
2: Yeah, speaking of that, Joyce, you hit a good and I was going to bring up the, um, the question to everybody on the panel. What do you think the odds are now after hearing Bruce Brown talk that he will actually come back and play another year with the Nuggets. I still say that when push comes to shove and you're talking about, let's just say, let's say he opts out and then opts back in and they can get him something higher than the $8 million threshold. I still think it's going to be really tempting for him to move on, but I'm hoping like every other Nuggets fan that he'll be back. But what do you guys think? about that
1: um i think he's gonna stay. i think it's the wild wild west babe
2: i think he's gonna stick around he loves it here he's gonna stick around all right i like that joyce um jeremy what do you think
3: yeah jack jack we'll get to you but i'll tell you this because i even tweeted at the moment i think in the moment it did feel as though just like what joyce just said it does feel like he's gonna stay um and i think i might have been in a situation where i was like dude i think i think this might happen You know, maybe they've had conversations behind closed doors that we hadn't seen because Michael Malone said it with such confidence. Like he was just like he's like, y'all think Bruce Brown is leaving? Hell no. Like I was like, I was like, hold on. on." So maybe maybe they had a conversation that that we don't know about. But, you know, just like you said, being realistic when the number because let's be real. Bruce Brown is going to command some money right now in the open market. Right. And and if he chooses to opt out he's going to get some offers from some other teams. We just have to be realistic about that. But I think of a situation where he understands like, Hey, listen, I can do this second year or whatever that looks like. And then maybe the team will commit to me even verbally, right. In the future or give me something. We don't know what that looks like behind the scenes, but let's be real. We know that there's things that happens like that all the time in the leagues. They have little side gigs that we don't, we're not privy to. Um, But it seemed as though Bruce Brown wants to be here, right? Because why would you not want to be here knowing fully well what this team is capable of? And dude, Nikola Jokic is 28. Aaron Gordon is 27. Like Jamal is what, 26? 26 like,
1: or 27?
3: Right, like like this is a team that is just now entering their primes. So this this is a team that can absolutely repeat next season. Absolutely repeat if you bring everybody back and this and all you're going to get is a Christian Brown in his second year. Who's who's now coming back with, and he even he helped the Nuggets win this one, right? So you got him, you got Peyton Watson who can step up and do more things. So, and we don't know what the Nuggets brass are gonna do with that new um the new pick and stuff that they just got, you know, with that trade with Oklahoma City. So, I think I think Bruce Brown, looking at the the landscape of what's happening, I think he's looking at it like, dude, if I leave this place just for the money, that I mean, yeah, the money is cool, but. He knows. He knows that this Nuggets team is where it's at right now. Um, And I think he understands that.
2: And he's so ingrained in Colorado, like Joyce said. Um, Like going, you see him in the big screen at the Rockies game, right? You see him there supporting the Rockies. You saw him at the Avalanche games um, there, you know, supporting the Avs. there is this little gut reaction that he could stay and do something like they did with Bobby Portis in Milwaukee. Right. Where Uh, I, like I said, he opted out of his agreement he didn't uh, stay at that same number that he was committed to. They opt out and then they go back in as a free agent and he's able to get a little bit more money. It's not the same as what he's going to get on the open market, but it's going to be a higher number than we're talking about. But yeah. Jack, now that you're back, what do you think about um, our boy and what's going to happen with him?
0: I mean, I don't know. I mean it was nice to see that I mean during the parade as well as the clip after of him you know asking the crowd for one more and everybody kind of losing their mind so I don't know i i i, I would say person like as you guys have mentioned, personally he I think he would want to stay. I would be shocked if he oh that would want to. Oh but I oh Yeah. My cousin.
3: Yeah. You were for a second. Go ahead. You're good now.
0: Okay. Um, yeah, but I was just gonna say, yeah, I I think that he would want to stay. I would, I would not really see a world where he would want to leave, but of course, you know, you got to know what you're worth and I, he's definitely worth a lot more that he's making. Mm -hmm. So I just think that it's more important. I would want the best for him, but, and hopefully that's a restructuring with Denver to get there, you know, to get him be- back for a good amount more money, but we'll see. I think I don't know. It just just seems like the vibe is that he's staying. But we'll I don't know. Yeah.
1: I just don't want another Bond Miller situation. But
3: <laughs> yes, <laughs> on the basketball yes, side, yes, yes, but, You know he
1: loves Colorado. He loves it. You know I, I yeah. would. I'd rather he stick around with us for a little while longer.
3: Yeah. No. I mean, what yes. Bruce Brown has been able to bring to the table is is something that I think we just looking back at the offseason and, and shout out to Calvin Booth. Cause I know um, I, his interview today was very funny um, where they asked, you know, they asked Calvin um, at what point did you know that you had, you know, put together a championship team? And he was like, Oh, in September. He's like, I, I, I knew what it was. He was like, I knew, I knew exactly who these guys were and what they were capable of and all that stuff. And, you know, just, and I know he was like, there was a, a jokiness in there, but I think in his mind, Listen, Calvin Booth is on top of the world right now because he knows that he just coming in. And I know, yes, Jokic and all those guys were already there, but it's it's the other guys. It's the KCPs and the Christian Brown signing and the or the drafting and, you know, bringing in Bruce Brown. Those were the little pieces that created what this is right now, you know, and because every championship team, you need more than just your stars. You've got to have the other guys who can contribute. In a big way when they're when they're called upon. And all of those guys that I mentioned, if you think about it, in every single series, there were moments where it was just like like going back to the Sun series, it was KCP in the 25 or whatever it was in the in the closeout game, you know, Christian Brown in the finals with the 15 points in game two or game three, like Bruce Brown had his moment 20 plus, Aaron Gordon had his 20 plus. All of these guys came in and they did something just you know, that the Nuggets needed to win this title. So what Calvin Booth, was able to do. And now I'm just extra excited as to what he's capable of doing now with the new picks. And we never know what, what's in his brain right now. You never know. There might be another player out there that could even help the Nuggets even more, but I guess we'll find out.
2: Yeah. I mean, I think it's time to give some credit to Tim Conley for sure for what he did to create this whole situation. Masai Nizuri also, um, trading Carmelo. We got uh, Jamal, Jamal from, from yeah, one of those yeah, picks. Yeah. Um, so you got to give him some credit as well. And then I'd go back also. This is a time to reflect about some of the great players. And we talked about this before. Obviously, Alex English and Dan Issel for me and David Thompson. Those are the three that I will always remember and think about. And even a personal favorite like LaFonzo Ellis, who went to a lot of the games.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, and then for me, Uh, Tom Green sent out a picture and talk about making somebody cry, Joyce. I literally almost cried because uh, Tom Green sent a photo with Doug Moe and his wife, Big Jane, um, and he was wearing a Nuggets hat. And um, I was just so happy to see that. Like he was, you know, smiling. And I don't know what, where he's at with his health, but it just made me um feels so uh, great uh, that he was able to watch the game and and his wife was able to to share that picture with us so um it's yeah, a great it's experience great. yeah great experience and something we'll always always remember obviously and i think we're not done like uh Malone said this team is far from done so it's exciting to think about what we have in store for the next couple of years
3: absolutely now before before we get up out of here tonight guys i wanted and this is kind of random so hopefully i'm not catching anybody by surprise here but um and joyce i'm gonna start with you um is there is there a particular moment during this Nuggets season where you believed that they could win it all was there a particular game a particular um just a particular moment where you were just like oh yeah i i i, I see it now where was that for you you know
1: <laughs> being being a a fan of everything in Colorado. It's always touch and go with us, yeah. and, you know? And we start the season, we all started off like, yeah, we got this, and then we get halfway through it, and we're like, oh, jeez, you know? <laughs> and and, and that, that's, the, that's the fun of, of sports, you It know? is, yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. And then when you hit that one game, I'm gonna be honest with you, I didn't, I felt it the whole way, but it didn't really hit me till game five. Right. That, right. Yeah. oh my God, is the, you know, everybody thought that, is this real? Mm-hmm. is this, is, you know, because I mean, I knew they was, I was hoping they'd bring it back home and win it in fashion like they did, but yeah, remember, this is Colorado yeah. where anything can happen, and we've all seen it happen <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> yeah. but yeah. I really didn't I, it didn't grab me till game five I was gotcha. touch and go through the whole thing, because I was born and raised Colorado, <laughs> you know with the good and the bad, I've seen it, been there, cried over it <laughs> yeah. and here yeah. we are
2: yeah and there we are nelson talk that, to us that, that, well when joy says that i can only think of um one sports team that has had that effect on me and that's the broncos
0: yeah.
2: um with the pain that we suffered through before they won their first super bowl right so um that was torturous um and then when they won it it was one of the best uh days of my life but um yeah, I mean, it's going to sound weird, but I would say the game that Jack was actually at um, uh, when they came back, they had no right in winning a game against Memphis late in the season. If that's, if that's correct, Jack, you were at that game. Um, I think somebody got – I think one of their players maybe got kicked out of the game at the last second, but they came back from a big deficit – well, I think and that was
3: Toronto. I think that was there the, was the Toronto, Raptors game. game. The Raptors. Well, wasn't game.
2: it? I thought it was Memphis first, and then the Toronto, or maybe it was Toronto and then Memphis. But whatever the situation yeah. was, mm-hmm. they went up by seven games. Um, in they had seven game lead in the in um the division or in the conference. Yeah. Um, and that's when I felt like they had it in the bag, and then that they they would have home court advantage and that this would be the the team that would finally break the the streak and finally win a championship. Of course they they had you know a lot of struggles down the road and we were all kind of talking about that Jeremy on a regular yeah. basis and thinking you know this team is showing some issues that we were concerned about and And then they turned it on again when the first series happened with Minnesota. Uh, And I do always like saying it like that, Minnesota. (laughs) Um, So anyways, uh, I think that was the turning point for me, Jeremy, the long-winded answer to your question was when they had that seven-game lead. And um, that to me signified that they were the best team in the league. And it was just a matter of time.